everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 94 of Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez. And you know, I've been doing a lot of discussion lately. I know this podcast has been mostly an audio podcast, and I've just been sitting and thinking to myself, you know what, why can't I add a video element to this podcast and and add another layer to it? So for my podcast listeners, just want to give you guys an update and say there's going to be some changes now with your spiritual best friend. So starting today, so for this podcast, I am going to add a, vi- a video element to the podcast as well. So I created a YouTube channel. I'm also going to be live on Facebook and Twitter. So whether that's solo podcast or also podcast with guests, So stay tuned with that, guys. We're going to have some fun. We're going to add that to the stream and uh, we're going to add some new elements to the podcast. Now, for today's topics, we're going to talk about self-care. Self-care is very important. I think there's also some misconceptions when it comes to self-care. When people think of self-care, they just think of physical, but there's also multiple, there's different types of self-care that we will also discuss on the podcast Our second topic, we're going to get into some Mercury and retrograde discussions as Mercury retrograde is in Taurus. So we're going to go through what does that mean and what should we expect whenever it is a Mercury in retrograde. And then obviously we're going to end with our weekly tarot card reading. So energy that we're going to expect or what should we expect for this upcoming week. But before I get started again, please like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast if you guys are a big fan of Your Spiritual Best Friend. If you guys are also interested in doing your own live chart read for astrology or you want your own tarot card reading, I will also be doing that live as well for the video podcast as well. So whether you guys are listening on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, send me those questions and uh, I can definitely answer them live throughout the live streams as well. So we'll get, we'll get a better flow as I get used to adding the video element of the podcast. And also if you guys miss any of these live YouTube or live streams, not to worry, I will put the video podcast version on Spotify and Apple podcasts. So you guys can tune in there as well. But I just wanted to start off with that very special news because You know, I want to take the next steps with this podcast. So when it comes to our first topic, so I figured our first topic, we can get right into self-care. So if you guys do not know, I am also, and if you guys are just tuning in or new to the podcast, I am a mental health counselor and I am also an astrology chart reader and also a Let's see how I put it. Also a tarot card reader as well. So I'm very big on spirituality, spiritual healing, and also 
mental health healing. So I believe there's multiple forms of healing that we could use here. So I wanted to start this first topic with this self-care assessment. So this website, it's therapist.aid. It's a great website for you guys to check out. For my therapists out there that are listening, you guys can, you know, it's it's a great resource to pull up PDFs and also pull up um, some other things too. So that way you can help your clients and stuff. So this assessment, so just wanted to show you guys here. So this assessment is, let's see. Um, this assessment is the self-care assessment. So my fault. So I just want to make sure I'm pulling it up right on YouTube and just be patient with me guys as I uh, add this to this uh, live stream real quick. Yep. There we go. And we're good. So the self-care assessment. So what this is, is it is an assessment that you can have anyone share. If you guys are listening to the podcast, you can also fill this out too while, while listening live. So there's pretty much, there's three numbers and a star. So first we'll start with the definition of self-care. Self-care is any activities or things that you do to maintain good health and improve well-being. You find that many of these activities are things you already do as part of your normal routine. This assessment, the, the purpose of the assessment is to get you guys to think about the things that you do well and also the things that you would like to improve on. So again, this is all about, again, assessing your own self-care and checking in with yourself, right? Because one of the themes with this podcast, the more aware we are of things, the better we can change the behaviors. So when it comes to this self-care assessment, it's a really good eye-opener for you guys to, um, to just think about. So... Now, when it comes to the numbers, so number one is you do this poorly. So you do this rarely. You don't do this at all. So that's number one. So anything you check off one, you do not do well. Number two, I do this okay, or I do this sometimes. So depending on the mood, you tend to do it. You would like to do this a little bit more, but you do this sometimes. Number three is you do this well. I do this often. This is a breeze. This is a cake. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Like I do this often. I'm great at this. And then the star is I would like to improve on this behavior. I want to do this behavior more frequently. So those are the options that you can choose for this assessment. So starting with the first type of self-care we all know this one is the most popular. It's physical self-care. So this is all about eating right, exercising, wearing clothes, anything you can do physically. So sleep, eat, drinking water, exercising, wearing physical clothes. So that is everything physical. So here are some questions. If you guys cannot see the self-care assessment, not to worry, but here are some options right here. You have health, You have eating healthy foods. How would you rate that? taking care of personal hygiene, so making sure you're showering, putting on deodorant, putting on lotion, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, brushing your teeth twice a day, flossing once a day. So like there's a lot of things that we're seeing the doctor regularly. So this is all, these are all questions for that. So how would you rate your overall skills in eating foods, taking care of your personal hygiene, exercising, eating regularly, getting enough sleep, resting when sick? So these are all things that you guys can assess. So that is the first type, physical self-care. The second type of self-care 
as we're scrolling down this self-care assessment is the psychological slash emotional self-care. So this is the type of self-care that I think we do not see because it's a lot of, there's no physical reward, like the physical self-care, right? Like when we are exercising and eating right, we see the results on our physical bodies. When it comes to psychological and emotional self-care, you don't see the results right away. A lot of the work is happening underneath the surface. So with this type of assessment, we have to really reflect and ask ourselves these questions. So taking time off from work, school, or other obligations, how would you rate that? Are you being able to take breaks while you're at your job? Are you able to, you know, give yourself time to just relax, right? Like, are we doing that? Um, so that's something that, that we need to just think about, right? So taking time off from work. Another one, participating in hobbies, things that you enjoy, things that you know are other outlets. So for example, for me, like I do this podcast, how often am I doing that? How, how often am I doing this, you know, that's helping me and taking care of me? So that is participating in hobbies. Getting away from distractions such as your phone, email, social media. That's another thing too. Are we glued to our screens, right? So this is all psychological and emotional. So that way we're able, emotional self-care is being able to express our emotions and feelings. So as you look at the other questions, like learning new things, expressing your feelings in a healthy way, understanding your strengths and achievements, going on vacations, finding reasons to laugh, talking about your problems. So these are all emotional and psychological self-care and give yourself guys, you know, some time to just rate, rate it. How do you feel about it? Do you need to improve on it? So that way, you know, this can build that awareness. So that way, you know, what you need to work on and what you do well and what you, what you need moving forward. So that is all psychological and emotional self-care. The next one we have is social self-care. So this is all about your social skills. So the first one, spending time with people who you like, people that give you that up, that recharge your batteries, not drain your batteries. Another one, call or write to friends and family who are far away. I know there is a very big, a big thing about, you know, like, when we are physically with each other, like we're more connected, right? So when we do long distance, it's harder to be socially connected with someone, right? So being able to communicate with that person, and we'll talk about communications as Mercury's in retrograde in a little bit, but being able to communicate not only to the people that are far, that are close to you, but the people that are also far away as well. So that is all social self-care. Like just because someone might not physically be with you, it's easy to talk to people when they're physically close to you, but when they're farther away, it can be difficult. So being able to rate that as well. So social self-care, some other ones, meeting new people, spending alone time with you and your romantic partner. If you are in relationships for my people that are in relationships, you know, and doing activities with other people. So this is all this is all part of maintaining your social self-care. Then the next one, spiritual self-care. So this is all about spirituality, connecting with your highest self. So are you guys praying? Are you guys meditating, spending time in nature, recognizing the things that give meaning, that give you value, setting a time, setting a time for thought and reflection, 
So like, these are all things, right? You're giving yourself time to reflect and connect with your higher self. So that, so that's for all spiritual self-care. So for my, so for my super religious people, are you going to church? Are you, you know, praying? Are you practicing your religion? Are you following your religion? Uh, for my people that are more into tarot and other things, um, are we practicing that enough? Are we connected with ourselves? Are these outlets healthy for us? Are they uplifting us? Um, so these are all things for you guys to think about. And then the last one is professional self-care. So this is more for the older audience. So these are for more people, you know, that have a job or been in the professional industry for some time. But for my younger, for my younger listeners, you guys can rate this based off of school. So are you improving your professional skills? Are you able, you know, to have professional conversations, not just talking slang and how you talk with your friends? on a daily, like, are you able to have a professional conversation? So that's, that's the first one. That's a big one. Being able to say no to new responsibilities. That's another one too. We, when we often say yes to things, right, it can really drain us. So being able to say no is so important. Taking on projects that are interesting and rewarding, learning new things in your industry, taking breaks during work, that can be, I know it can be very hard, especially with work, right? Like the boss is telling us to do all these things and we need to adjust and adapt. And it's just, it, it could be a lot. So just being able to say no when it's time to say no is so important. So also the last big one too, for professional self-care, and then we'll wrap up this first, this first topic here on your spiritual best friend. We'll take a little break. But the last one, advocate for fair pay, benefits, and other needs. This one is a huge one for anyone that is just getting into the job industry, professional industry. You got to be able to be your own advocate and you got to be able to sell yourself to these companies because they will take advantage of you. Think about it from the company's perspective. How can we get the most productivity at the cheapest cost? So, because again, it's all about cost and benefits and how much, how much value am I getting from you? So the ones that are able to sell and advocate themselves coming in with, okay, this is the pay that I want, even reaching higher, like, hey, like you, you never come in with the minimum you want. Always come in. So let's say like you have a price range that you value yourself. I see myself making $25 an hour. This is just an example. I'm not not adding anyone. I'm not even talking about myself, but this is just something. This is just a hypothetical. So let's say, right. You want to make $25 an hour. So that's something that you want. Something that you're comfortable with. Go into your job asking for 30. And then if they, and then if you guys, you guys can talk down to that 25, but you come in with a higher number. So then that way, you know, if they give it to you, dang, now you just got yourself a higher, a higher salary instead of coming in, I want 25 and then they want lower, right? So you come in, expect a higher, come in with a higher base pay, salary, more, you know, more benefits. And then as they talk it down, it won't be as intense. So being able to advocate for yourself is so important. So those are all the types of self-care. So you got 
physical self-care, you got psychological and emotional self-care, you got social self-care, spiritual self-care, and professional self-care. So these are all the things here for this self-care assessment. Be patient with yourself. If you guys want to fill this out, I can send you guys this PDF as well. It really helped me assess what I need to do more for myself. So again, I would never recommend you guys to do something if I wouldn't do it myself. That's one of my mottos. I tell my I tell my clients that all the time. All the stuff that we do here, I also do myself. I'm not a hypocrite. I hold myself to the same standard I put other people on. So this is the self-care assessment. Let me know how you guys feel about it. But this wraps up the first topic of your spiritual best friend. We are going to take a little break here. Just, just a little. And uh, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up and coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcash, it's a great way to get cash and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. All right. And we are back for our second topic of today's podcast. So for the first topic, we talked a lot about self-care, the different types of it. And uh, we went through the self-care assessment, which I'm super excited for. When it comes to our second topic, we're going to talk about Mercury being in retrograde. Because for you guys that do not know, it started. It's been going on for a couple of days now, and it's going to last all the way to May 14th. So the day before my birthday, Mercury is going to be in retrograde. So this is something just for you guys to keep an eye on. Um, think about how your communication has been with exes, past stuff. Do you feel like past stuff is resurfacing? People are coming out of the woodworks to talk to you. Have you had any communication or technology problems? So this is all Mercury in retrograde. So Mercury, just before, I don't want to throw too much right away. Mercury is the messenger planet. It is the planet of communication. It's ruled by uh, Gemini and Gemini and Virgo. Sorry, Gemini and Virgos feel most comfortable in Mercury in retrograde or Mercury. Mercury is the messenger planet. So it kind of, it goes from the sun, it goes to the moon, it goes everywhere. It goes to Saturn, it goes to Uranus, it goes to Pluto. Mercury is the messenger. So the messenger is going everywhere. So think of like an old, do you remember old school, the old school movies we used to see, right, with the Vikings and stuff, like they would send messengers over. So picture that as Mercury. 
So when Mercury is in retrograde, right? So let's say that messenger might've gotten beaten up on the way or might've gotten, you know, intimidated on the way and sends the wrong message. When Mercury's in retrograde, this is what happens. The wrong messages are sent to multiple different people and multiple different signs. And uh, so for this Mercury in retrograde, the reason why it's interesting is because it is in Taurus. So for those that have fixed energy, so if you are a Taurus, Aquarius, Scorpio, or Leo, you're going to feel, or if you have any of those placements in your chart, you're going to feel Mercury in retrograde a little bit more than usual. I know this because I'm a Taurus and and part of the reason why I'm doing this video live stream is because of it. I just thought of the idea. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know why I haven't been doing this more. So why not? Um, so Mercury and retrograde, the main takeaways from it. One of the things is old stuff is going to resurface. And some of that can be good. Some of that can be bad. But the point is, is for you to reflect and ask yourselves like, but this old stuff that's coming up and it's resurfacing, do I need to reassess what I'm doing? And do I need to be, you know, aware more of what I'm doing? And that is what Mercury in retrograde, that's one of the main takeaways when Mercury does go into retrograde. Old stuff is brought up. It doesn't mean that we have to go back to our old patterns but what it means is we need to take some time to reflect and say, huh, we can gain a new perspective when old stuff is brought up. So, for instance, like, let's say this is a hypothetical. So let's say someone in your romantic life, let's say, uh, let's say an ex comes back into the woodworks, right? So you haven't talked to this person in so long. It's been some time. And. He just, he, she, or whoever they choose to identify as comes into, re-comes in, re-enters your life. You have the option, right? You have the option. Do I want to bring this person back into my life and go through the same problems over again? Or you have the option to reflect, right? See, see how much you have grown and be able to remove yourself from that situation, so if you have had difficulties, right, saying no to this partner, right, this partner now is resurfacing. Now you have the opportunity to be like, no, I am not doing this, right? So Mercury in retrograde, there's going to be some miscommunications. There's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of just old stuff resurfacing and miscommunications, but just be patient with yourself during this time period. Because again, like, it's only temporary. It's going to last until May 14th. But just think about, just think about that with you guys. How has this week been in terms of my communication? Has stuff been brought up in from like the old surface now into my current present life? Have people tried to hit me back up or have old behaviors resurfaced? This is your chance to just really be honest and think deep about yourself. So before we get into our tarot card reading and then we'll wrap up this episode of today's podcast, I this website that I use, I love it. It's called astroseek.com. It's where I do all astrology chart readings. Um, it's where I, if anyone comes and reaches out like, hey, Josh, like I want you to read my chart or I want you to check out something. Um, 
this website is great. It gives you guys plenty of a lot. It just gives you a lot of information that I love. So one of the things I really love about this website is it talks about today's horoscope. So currently, because I'm recording this Sunday, April 30th, if someone was born on today's date, they would be born during Mercury retrograde, Venus in Gemini, Sun, Moon, Taurus, Taurus, Sun, Virgo, Moon. And it just shows you like each placements and the R means, right? It's the retrograde. It's and when stuff's in retrograde, the planets are going backwards, right? So just like I'm how I talked about how the messenger Mercury, right? The messenger Mercury during this time period, the messenger back in the day, uh, he just got intimidated or beat up by someone and now was sending the wrong message to the other person. Because remember back in the day, how people would communicate, they would send messengers to the other person. So that way you guys can communicate that way. So when Mercury's in retrograde, just think of it that way. So that was the analogy I said earlier. So like the planet's going backwards. So our communication and old stuff is resurfacing. The stuff that we've worked on is now resurfacing. Um, so AstroSeek, go back to my point, though. AstroSeek.com, though, great website. If anyone's interested in doing astrology chart reads and has any questions, this website's great. This is where I do all my astrology chart readings and stuff. And best of all, it's it's great. So, um, But that is pretty much Mercury and retrograde, what to expect. I didn't want to throw you guys with too much information right away, um, but I just figured you guys would enjoy a little bit of that discussion and I'll post some reflection questions for this topic in the show description as well for the podcast. So I just want you guys to think about how has old stuff resurfaced in my life? And that's something to continue to think about for these next couple of weeks as Mercury will be in retrograde until May 14th in Taurus. So just be aware of that for you guys. So to wrap up this podcast, I figured I can do some tarot for you guys um so let me change my background real quick so that way you guys can see the deck that i use so the deck that i use i use the modern tarot um my girlfriend gave me this deck in christmas i appreciate her so much for it and uh for everyone that is new whether you're just listening to this live or you're new to the podcast for each podcast that i do weekly i do a weekly tarot card reading so first I'm going to, and I love this, I have the video element now. So first I'm going to split the deck. So that's me splitting the deck. All right, I'm going to first say thank you ancestors for giving me this opportunity to connect with you guys and also connect via this podcast. You guys are awesome and I love you guys. So now that I split the deck, I'm going to close my eyes. My question, and I'm gonna shuffle. You guys can see me shuffle too, this is cool. So my question is, what energy should me and my podcast listeners expect for this Mercury being in retrograde? So this one, I'm doing a little I'm doing a little twist to the reading. So as I'm shuffling and I love the sound of the card shuffling, there's one. And it's going to be a three card reading for everybody. So three card reading. All right. Let me shuffle one more time, and then I'm going to pull. All right, so there's one, two, and three. All right, so this is the energy in which we should be expecting for Mercury being in retrograde. 
Oh, man. <laughs> Alrighty. So for the first card, we got we got the death card. So ending of a cycle. So first, let me show this before I read it. So the death card for everyone listening. So if you guys see this live, this is a, a, a guy in a skeleton that's riding a horse and it's death pretty much because the guy riding the horse is uh, it's death. Um, not to worry, though, whenever this death card pops up in a tarot card reading, not to worry. It just means, again, ending of a cycle. So first things first, don't be afraid if you have pulled the death tarot card. Death is one of the most feared cards in the deck. This is a this is normal since most people fear dying and any card representing such a thing would naturally be viewed as negative. Thankfully, it doesn't have to be so. The death represented by this card is almost always a symbolic one. It symbolizes the end to situations and connections that no longer serve us in a positive way. It indicates completing a chapter, putting the past behind you, and cutting out what is necessary, unnecessary. It can also signify a a transition or middle ground between one phase of life and the next. So the key is to welcome the death card instead of avoiding it. So... Like I said before, the death card means ending of a cycle. So during this Mercury retrograde, there's going to be some old stuff that is going to resurface. But understanding that this is the end of a cycle and knowing when it's time to move on. So this is all things that we should feel during Mercury and retrograde. The next one we got, we got the eight of swords. So for everyone that's listening, oh, I'm sorry, let me get the right angle. There you go. I know I got a virtual background, so I apologize. So if you guys see, it's a person that is tied up and then there's eight swords, right? So what we're going to do now is give me a second as I pull up the card. Eight of swords. So this one is feeling stuck, unproductive, hopeless. The eight of swords in the upright position stands for feeling stuck in a repeated cycle or, you know, just feeling bound by the outside forces. So a lot is happening, right? So, sorry, I'm just trying to change the screen real quick. So yeah, so a lot is happening here, right? And we could be feeling stuck. There could be a lot of outside factors in your life currently that you're experiencing. And right now we just feel stagnant. We feel trapped. Um, So how we get out of it, right, when we feel trapped in a situation, also the emotions start to take over, too. But this is a time period for you to think about what are you afraid of? Is it a lack of failure, being alone, being abandoned? It's important to remember that there's always a way to overcome what is trapping you, whether this is relationship problems, finances, health declining. You have the power to turn things around. But you can only fix it when you acknowledge it. So this could be something we feel really trapped. We feel really stuck during this retrograde. But we need to acknowledge what is going on. So that way that'll help us get the next steps. And then the last card. So we had two major arcana cards for uh, for Mercury and retrograde. So it is a good sign. So for this one, this is the High Priestess. So this is the second card of the major arcana. And what this one is, it's all about intuitive, unconsciousness, divine, and feminine. So we all have, before I give more context, before I give this card, everyone, everyone has masculine energy and feminine energy. Over the years, people have created gender norms and gender constructs, which has turned things into unhealthiness. 
So my point is, is that we all have masculine energy and feminine energy. I do not want to come off the wrong way. So feminine energy is usually the nurturing energy, right? So males can have feminine energy and be more nurturing. Also, females could also, you know, be more assertive and dominant, right? So we all have masculine and we all have feminine energy. So I just want to give that context before I before I share this card. So whenever the high priestess shows up in a reading, it's all about the feminine energy, right? So it's time for learning. It's time to listening to your intuition rather than prioritizing your intellect and conscious mind. This person tells you to slow down and reflect on what you have learned and to acquire even more knowledge before making a decision or taking action. Are you facing a big choice or dilemma? Let the high priestess guide you as like through this journey. So this is your chance, you know, to connect with your unconscious self. So meditating, journaling, connecting with nature, taking time to reflect and with your inner self can really help you learn new things during Mercury and retrograde. While doing this, you will find your answers within. And once you learn to find answers within, then you'll be able to take the next step. So pretty good reading so far. So we got the death card, which is the end of a cycle. So old stuff being brought up, old stuff that should have been resolved and over, right? We have eight of swords, so we're going to be feeling stuck, trapped, but we need to acknowledge these deep feelings that we're having. And then the high priestess tapping into your own intuition and your own well-being to find answers within. So that, so that is our tarot card reading for Mercury being in retrograde. And that wraps up our full podcast today. So I know it's been fun. I know we talked a lot about self-care. We started with self-care to different types. We also did some Mercury and retrograde discussion and talked about some Mercury and retrograde tarot as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed all of it. So before I wrap up, please like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to start doing these live streams now. So I'm going to be live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. So and also, if you guys missed this live stream, I will also put the video version and the audio version on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you guys can tune in there as well. But I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Good luck during this during this Mercury in retrograde. Stay safe. And this is Josh officially signing off. <laughs>